Welcome to another episode of Talks for a Magical Monday, the weekly podcast of the Heralds of the Gospel. I'm your host, Brother Gustavo. For those who are not familiar with the Heralds, the Heralds of the Gospel are a community active in the Catholic Archdiocese of Toronto, as well as several other cities across Canada. Founded by Monsignor Jean Cladias, the Heralds comprise priests, religious, brothers and sisters, and lay people since their pontifical recognition in 2001 by Pope John Paul II. And for those who are familiar with the Heralds, this podcast features the talks following the Heralds' weekly rosary at St. Patrick's Parish in Schomburg, Ontario, where the brothers share some consoling and encouraging thoughts precisely geared to those dreaded beginnings of a probably hard week called Mondays. If you want to know more about the origin of the podcast, please stop right here. Go back and listen to episode number one. So even if today it's not Monday, but you're still commuting or doing chores, take heart brighten your perspectives and enjoy today's talk recorded live at St. Patrick's Church in Schomburg, Ontario. The topic from the Book of Confidence, Complete Trust in God. Welcome then to Talks for a Magical Monday, the weekly podcast of the Heralds of the Gospel. Today, we wanted to, to share with you something very interesting, which helps a lot in the spiritual life. It's a virtue, and it's a virtue of confidence. And, uh, you know, we always have to say, you know, we have to have confidence in God. It's something that we have that notion. But unfortunately, many times we feel our faith and sometimes our strength falter. And we need to be very, very convinced that uh, the virtue of confidence is not just something poetic. It's not something that we're going to use you know, as a platitude. Oh, have confidence. Oh, it works. Actually, many times the word confidence was pronounced by our Lord himself in the gospel. And like many things in the gospel get lost in translation, no? because it's so impressive. I mean, the richness that the original in Hebrew has, no? and, uh, and also Greek, I don't know, it's so beautiful, the, 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 the gospel and the, and, and the Bible in itself. And of course, we try to translate it to our, our languages, but we cannot forget that ours, in the end, is a human language. And as such, it's not the language, the divine language. No, the divine language, no, no human language can express. But there is something about confidence that is also an equivalent in English that perhaps describes it much better, or, or completes it at least, which is trust. When we trust someone, you trust someone with your car. You trust the doctor with your health. You say, oh no, have confidence in the doctor. No, no, you have to trust that doctor if you're going to actually be healthy, right? The same thing happens with many things in our life. We trust someone, that means a lot. And that's the kind of confidence we have to have with God. And I would like to introduce you to this book. I'm sure you can find it somewhere. Otherwise, let us know. It's called The Book of Confidence. And it's a book that is beautiful for meditation. And it was actually written by a Canadian priest, Father de Saint-Laurent. And, uh, you know, this is a very small book, but it's fantastic. If you can get a copy, really, really beautiful. And it's going to teach us tremendously 
on how to keep confidence in spite of adversities, in spite of things that probably are going to test our faith to the core. So God, our Lord actually, he exhorts us to have confidence. You know? And there is a, there is, I'm going to quote four things that here the book says that is beautiful. Our Lord is there in Jerusalem, and all of a sudden, uh, someone who was a great sinner kneels in front of his divine presence. And there, when he, when he kneels and so on, what does he hear? He hears uh, a rebuke. No. He hears severity. No. But he hears these words from God, our Lord himself. Confidence. Your sins are forgiven. But confidence, not trust. Your sins are forgiven. Then there is another beautiful one. When, you know that, remember that lady that was very, very sick? She had visited doctors and doctors for 20, 25 years. And then all of a sudden, she even had spent all the money she had, everything she owned, and she couldn't find any cure. So she decides to go close in the middle of the whole multitude, multitude and then touch the garments of our Lord. Because he was so divine, but she said, just by touching his garment, I'm going to be cured. And then she goes, right, does that, and what does she hear? Another beautiful thing. Confidence, daughter, your faith has made you well. And again, this is not just poetry. If God means confidence, it's, it's, it's a divine voice, right? It's not someone who just wishes us well, but actually has a lot of deep meanings. Then, one more. He was there in the middle of the Lake of Galilee. Anybody has been there yet? No, not yet? It's one of the most beautiful lakes that are there on earth. But, and that's why Jesus decided not to, to, to go there and to be and to make all these miracles and so on. He's there in the middle of the of the of the night. Like lakes are intimidating, no? Even if they are small. I mean, this is not a small lake. But it's pretty pretty big. And then the 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 apostles are all there in the boat, and then all of a sudden they see someone walking on top of the water. And then everybody gets scared. Oh my goodness! It must be a phantom. Oh, must be a spirit. Must be a ghost. Saint John, I think, he goes and says, "It's the Lord." But what, what, what do they hear from God again, from Jesus again? What do they hear? Another beautiful quote, reassuring words. Have confidence, it is I. Fear not. How important this is. So you see, third time, confidence, confidence, confidence. Fear not, trust, be there. And in the eve of, the last, of his passion too, at the Last Supper. What a scene. Imagine, no? He's just about to go to the crucifixion. He's just about to suffer the most ignominious death, the worst death possible. He looks at the apostles. They're all frightened. They're all disconnecting, basically. Everybody who should be consoling him, now Jesus has to go and console each of the ones that were there present. And what does he use again? In the world, you shall have distress, all of us, right? Big distress. But have confidence. I have overcome the world. So how can we then be perhaps so superficial and actually refuse to hear his word? Or maybe we, are just, we just belong to one of those that we forget. You know, fish are like that. If you actually fish, you wait for three seconds and put it back, the fish forgot. Forgot that there is this hook that it should avoid. Why? Because they have a three-second retention memory. But sometimes 
We are like that. Or many times, or most of the times. When the, when the sensitive graces go away, oh my goodness, we just throw the towel. Oh my goodness, what's going to happen? Oh my goodness, we panic. No worries. We are like that. And that we cannot change. You know, it's by, by, by definition and probably by design, we are like that. So we cannot lose trust. But if we are like that, God is also there. So remember these words. Have confidence, I have overcome the world, which means that he overcame every single obstacle imaginable and possible. This is more beautiful too. Have confidence, it is I, fear you not. So nothing more interesting to touch, and we think we still have five more minutes, is that Father de San Lorangia, he says that there are two kinds of people. Some of us, all of us, most of us, fear God, and others lack faith. So if we find ourselves in, in between those two categories, it's important never, never to lose confidence and never to lose the notion and the complete certainty that God is there for us. You know, this, this book of confidence was one of the main, main, main books that were fundamental in the first founder of the Herald, Dr. Pino. He read this book when he was very young, and from there he took that particular decision. Every time we have to trust, we have to have confidence that Our Lady, because God is here, Jesus is saying this, is inseparable from Our Lady. Our Lady is always going to manage to bring us to a good place, no matter the obstacles, no matter the difficulties. But it could happen. Few Christians, he says, even among the most fervent, possess that confidence which excludes all doubt and all anxiety. Doubts, anxiety, typical, always present in our lives. You know? When we are doing well, oh, fantastic, we can just do all kinds of things. Then sickness strikes or disgrace happens or some insecurity comes and then we start already shaking no, no, in our boots. And no matter, we all believe, of course we do. We all uh, have faith, of course we have. But that moment of uncertainty, we need to fortify ourselves with certainties. Let's imagine St. Peter. Now, St. Peter is fantastic because St. Peter symbolizes many, many of us full of enthusiasm. And yet when, when the strength falters, he just collapses, right? Now, that's what happened to him many, many times. You know? He denied our Lord. But the very first time he saw Jesus, it was when the miracle, the big miracle, the, the miraculous uh, fishing. It was, they, they, they had so much fish that St. Peter looked at that, being a super experienced fisherman. He said, no, this is impossible. This is something divine. We, can, we could have never caught so many fish. And then he quickly measured the distance that went between this mysterious human being that had appeared, divine being that had appeared, and then between him, God, and his, Peter. And what happened to him? The typical thing that happens to all of us, right? What did he say? Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. And how many times we have that? And why? Because we fear God. Our founder used to say, you know, well, St. Peter should have said, God, get closer. No, Jesus, get closer because I am a very sinful person. But we cannot fear God. And sometimes we think, what God wants from me? I mean, I'm such a horrible person. I'm always falling in the same things. Uh, nobody hears my confessions, but if somebody could keep the statistics, he would say that every time we're saying the same stuff. So, you know, how God can just look at me? 
No, he does. Because he's a God that has given up to the last drop of blood for your salvation. And if you were the only one, the only person, the only individual that ever existed, that whole passion had happened just for you. So that's a God that after, you know, Jesus, after he has given all of all, of, all he gave for us, well, of course, he's never going to give up on us. Never, ever, ever. As long as one thing, though, we don't give up on him. Because if we turn our back, if we close the gates of our heart, there is nothing he can do. So, for today, this is the kind of trust we have to have. If I have another opportunity, we'll go to, to, to the next points here, maybe in the next, uh, in the next time we meet. But again, it's super important to have that confidence that doesn't know limits. And to finish talking about confidence, I tell a small story so that when you retire, you have something beautiful to think about. After a magical Monday, I'm sure. There is the first miracle that someone called St. Benedict, or Benedict at that time, performed. Uh, he had left Rome because of the, you know, how disgusting the city had turned into. He wanted to live a, a, a life of solitude and a life of prayer. But he was very, very young. So who he had to, to take care of him? He had an older lady that was actually in charge of taking care of him. And this lady had a fantastic jar that was on loan from someone. And the jar was full of milk. You can imagine um, she wanted to sell the milk in the market. And she was prepared to do all of that. When all of a sudden she moves, she hits the jar. And the jar falls. And you can imagine, a jar of clay. <laughs> wow, there are so many pieces on the floor. The milk all gone. And then she starts to cry. Like uh, Mary Magdalene, right? Crying and crying and crying. And there comes young Benedict. And looks at the whole thing. Talking about confidence, no? And trusting God. So Benedict says, oh, why, why are you, what happened? No, don't you see? You know, the whole description of his sobs and distress and everything else. So he goes and says, okay, go away. And then I think we'll try to, to fix this. And then he goes, you know, and prays a little bit. And the lady leaves. I don't know, she went to, to pick up something, whatever. And then St. Benedict, what was his prayer? He said, well, Jesus, you could make people whole and safe and healthy. And you could restore all of those. Help me to restore this. And you know what St. Benedict did? He started to pick up the pieces, put together the jar, and gave it back to the lady a few minutes later. And with one particularity, it was full of milk. That's St. Benedict, patron saint of Europe. St. Benedict, the one that started the monastic life. And that's St. Benedict who not only performed this miracle, but gives us this beautiful lesson on how if we trust in God, God trusts in us somehow. And God brings us to where we should be if we let him. And that's, that's a difficult part, to let him. So let's ask our lady that uh, that same integrity St. Benedict had, we also could display, we also could share somehow. Or maybe if we don't have that integrity, well, to recognize that amidst all our sins, our faults, our faults, and everything else, we still can look at him, can trust him, and count on him 
and he's going to be there for us. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. And this is all for today's episode recorded live from St. Patrick's Church in Schomburg, Ontario. You can reach us anytime at one of the Herald's websites, such as heralds.ca forward slash podcast, New Insights Multimedia forward slash podcast, or you can also subscribe on iTunes or anywhere you normally listen to your favorite podcast. And as per now, pray hard, work hard, keep growing in devotion to the Eucharist and our Blessed Mother, evangelize by word and example, and be every day more and more a real herald of the gospel. <laughs>